This is Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to the Radical Radiance Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Radical Radiance Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca George, and I'm so thrilled to be with you today as we talk with my good friend, Jody Nisnik, all about her new Bible study, all about the life of Peter and his life stumbling towards the extravagant grace of Jesus. I think you are really going to enjoy this episode. We had another conversation with Jody back way earlier in the podcast, so if you haven't listened to that, I would definitely encourage you to do so. Before we get to the conversation, I want to share about one of our sponsors, the Shine Bright Journal. The Shine Bright Journal is a free 100-page downloadable journal that you can go grab today at RadicalRadiance.live that will help you walk through a lot of what we talk about around here. What does it look like for us to radiate the heart of Christ and all that we do? I can't wait to hear how God speaks to you as you go through it. And help me welcome our friend Jody Nisnik to the show. Jody, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have you today. It is so fun to be with you. Thanks for inviting me back. I know. For our listeners who have not met you yet or they're new to the show, they'll have to go check out our first conversation that we had together about your last Bible study. But I am so excited that today we get to talk about your newest study that releases in about a month. So you are in pre-order right now. So after this conversation, our friends can go grab... um, Grab your new Bible study. It's called Journey, a Study of Peter for Stumbling Towards Jesus's Extravagant Grace. And I would love for you to just start by sharing a little bit about sort of your heart for this series. There's three. This is number three, right? And I would love for you to just sort of walk our listeners a little bit through your heart for it. Yeah. So the series is called Real People, Real Faith. And my heart really is that women who sit down and use these Bible study guides would slow down and remember that the people, the characters in the Bible are, were real people. And they lived out these stories in real time. I think sometimes we, you know, think, oh, Moses was this like amazing, and he was this amazing person. Um, And all the supernatural stuff happened, but he was a real man who walked through these real circumstances. And so this particular study on Peter is the same thing. He was a real man who followed Jesus and learned from him. And he didn't know what was going to happen to him when he got out of the boat and tried to stand on water Mm -hmm. when Jesus told him to get out of the boat. He had to experience that real time. Um, And so I just think it's helpful for us to slow down and actually contemplate um, what it must have been like. Of course, we'll never really know, but, you know, it's helpful for our hearts to contemplate that because then it helps us move their real journey into our real journey with Jesus as well. Yeah, that's so good. And don't you love that God saw fit to include moments like that in scripture for us, doesn't that encourage your heart? I mean, when I read the Psalms, (laughs) I read how David responds at times to God, or when I read, gosh, I'm, I'm reading through the Old Testament chronologically right now. And so when I'm reading 
I mean, there's so many things. I could give so many examples of when I'm like, man, thank you, God, that I see the humanity of people and their response to God and how they lived out their faith in Scripture. And that encourages my heart so, so much. And I think Peter's a great example of that. And so the subtitle of the book, I read it once, but I'll read it again. It's called A Study of Peter for Stumbling Towards Jesus's Extravagant Grace. I want to hear a little bit more of your heart behind walking with women to help them stumble towards the grace of Jesus. What does that look like in our lives? Yeah, so I think Peter's such a great example for us in this because he has so many failures that we get to witness, Um, places where he stumbled, places where he walked away or um, lost his faith or... Uh, you know, like he took his eyes off Jesus when he was walking on the water and he starts sinking. Um, you know, he didn't lose his faith per se, but he, he, you know, doubted for a moment. He let fear overtake him. Um, he spoke when he should have been listening. You know, there were so many things that Peter did that are so helpful for us because we see how Jesus responds to him again and again and again with grace. And grace is simply... Yeah. the you know unmerited favor of god it's it's receiving forgiveness for our sins when we don't deserve it it's this unconditional love that he lavishes on us and we see this worked out in the life of peter and i think it's just it's really hope filled for me as i study peter because i know how many times i stumble as i'm trying to follow jesus um when something comes mm, out of my mouth and yeah. i go oh i wish i had not said that Um, when I react to something, when I start to doubt, when I, you know, all kinds of things (laughs) that I do. Um, and I, Peter just gives me a lot of hope because we see how Jesus just continues to, um, lavish him with grace, point him, you know, back on track, remind him he's loved. He is called. He has not forsaken his calling because he stumbled and, um, And so I just love that the journey of Jesus and Peter doing that together. And it's been super encouraging to my soul. I think it's really important for women to know that because I'm not, I know I'm not alone in stumbling after Jesus. Yep. And, um, and I think it's hard for us to really embrace the fullness of grace that God offers us. I think we say we believe it. Um, but yet practically we live as though, we're falling out of his favor, or if we don't do something, then yeah. this bad thing is going to happen to us. And um, I like to call it if-then thinking. So if I do this, then this mm-hmm. will happen. And if I don't do this, then this will happen. Um, and that's not at all how God operates with us. Um, I think if-then thinking is really, really hard for us because we live in an if-then world, right? Like if I show up for yeah. work, then I get to keep my job and I get a paycheck, right? I mean, Oh, if I exercise and eat well, then my body's going to feel stronger and it's going to work better. Like, so there are these kind of natural laws of our world and our society that are based on that yeah. if-then thing. But when we move that if-then thinking into relationship, that's when it becomes so destructive. Um, like, think, for example, yeah. uh, parenting. Like, if you communicate to your children that they are only loved if they do something, well, we know what that's going to do for a child's heart. It's going to lead them to performance-based living, 
trying to please their parents, knowing that they can't, I mean, all kinds of dysfunction is going to happen, but I think we do that in our relationship with God. Um, we believe that yeah. his love for us is conditional and it is absolutely not. It is a hundred percent unconditional. And when we know that, and we see that modeled with Peter and Jesus, when we really start to know that that is true, then we have a whole different way of living into our relationship with God. So that's why it's so important for me that people, yeah. women understand what God's grace is and what he's offering us. Hey friends, quick break in this conversation to remind you of something. If you are loving the show, you're loving the conversations we're having, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts for Radical Radiance. When that happens, when more of those happen, the show gets put in front of more women and in turn, it allows them the opportunity to take part in conversations that will show them more about what it looks like to radiate the heart of Jesus. And I can't think of anything better than that. So it would mean the world to me if you would take just two minutes of your time and leave a rating and a written review. I'd love to hear what you think. Now, let's get back to the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost see as you're, as you're describing this, I'm almost seeing like this trickle down effect, right? When we study scripture and we come to understand what that was like in the life of Peter as he was walking with Jesus, it gives me a greater understanding of the grace that's been extended to me through Jesus in my own life. And then, and only then am I able to extend that grace to other people, right? And so, so you're really starting at the root of it, which is in scripture and that trans, that's what's transformative in our own hearts. And then that allows us as we stumble forward in our own lives imperfectly in relationships with other people, um, that allows us the opportunity to extend that same grace um, as we grow in Jesus. So that's so good. And I'm, I'm just thinking about the woman listening who is saying, yeah, Rebecca, Jody, my pursuit of Jesus feels like extra imperfect and broken right now. <laughs> How would you want to encourage her, you know, specifically today as she is, you know, she, she knows that we're offered hope and, and grace through him, but she's like, man, my, my life feels messy and broken and imperfect. How do you want to encourage her? Yeah, I would first of all say you're not alone. Um, there is no one perfect yeah. except Jesus he took that perfect role, and so none of us get it. <laughs> He's the only human that got yeah. to live a perfect, sinless life. So first of all, you're not alone. Um, the second thing I would say is I have been meditating a lot on Lamentations 3, which basically says his mercies are new every single morning. And it's not just every morning, it's every moment. Um, there is new mercy offered to us. And so when we stumble, when we sin, when we do the things that we don't want to do, as soon as we turn back to Jesus, we receive his mercy. Um, and, and it was there all along, yeah. you know, it's us that's turning away. He's never moving. He's, he's always extending his arms toward us. Um, and so I just, I guess I would really want to encourage you if you feel like I I'm really struggling with this 
sin or this habit or this whatever it is, um, that God is giving you new mercy, that his grace is sufficient for you. And he, you know, he wants to take you by the hand and lead you into a different way. Um, you know, so confess whatever it is to him and then find support, you know, because we don't do this alone. And I think that's one of the things is when we feel steeped in sin, we get steeped in shame and that shame drives us to hide. Um, and that's where the enemy just thrives. He thrives in the hiding and in the darkness. And when we bring things into the light, that's where, um, the Lord can flourish in our lives. And so as hard as it is, find a trusted Christian friend or a pastor or someone that you can ask them to help you, um, establish a new pattern of living and do things differently because there's freedom. Um, Jesus is, is, you know, telling us that his yoke is easy. His burden is light. He's telling us, I've got, I want to invite you into a light way of living. There's lightness in the load. Mm. It doesn't mean that the circumstances will change. Maybe you're going through a really hard time, but Jesus is inviting us um, to let him help us carry it. And, um, and there is lightness in that there's freedom in that. And his way really is the better way. (laughs) Although sometimes it's it's hard to keep choosing it. Yes, it is. It is hard to keep choosing it. And I'm thinking, going back to this idea of if then thinking that we talked about earlier, I think an offshoot of that is, is we begin to desire to see our lives as like this linear path, right? If I do this, then surely this will happen. And we all know that that's not what happens in our lives. So meaning there are seasons of our lives that just seem to zig and zag and change in ways that we may not have expected or anticipated. I think we've all experienced that over the last several years. And so how does Peter's life, yeah, right? Like, totally over the last couple of years. How does Peter's life encourage you in the midst of a season of life that feels really crazy? Yeah. Peter has been really encouraging to me in this season. It has been incredibly crazy. I mean, not only has there been pandemic, but there's just been a lot of upheaval in my personal journey. Yeah. And um, I think when I look at Peter and his journey with Jesus, I see, first of all, that God has a good plan. You know, um, Mm. he keeps helping Peter uh, remember that he has been called to something good and um, that it may be hard, but that he's got him. Um, Maybe it's that he needs to continue to be faithful or, um, and, and that's what I think he's calling me to and us to is that no matter what kind of Mm, crazy stuff is happening around us, um, he's calling us to continue to be faithful, um, to faithfully follow him, to let him lead the way, um, to let him help us make wise decisions. And so that's been super encouraging to me because I think, um, I just, I just have seen over and over again through Peter's life that God had really good plans and purposes for him. And I believe he has the same for me, the same for you and the same for anyone who's listening. There are good plans and purposes for us. Yeah, that's so good. So, so good. Now, 
our friends can probably already tell this, but if they are just meeting you, they may not know how passionate you are about leading women in the area of scripture meditation. I, I want you to tell them about your podcast towards the end of this episode. So we'll do that a little later, but I would love to hear how did you weave that in or how does that come into play in the study? Yeah. So I love that you asked me that. I am super passionate about scripture meditation and here's why. Um, I'm also really passionate about the study of God's word. I think it's so important that we deeply study God's word. Like we understand the context, we understand um, who it was originally written to and what it meant to them so that we can understand what it should mean to us. What's the timeless truth that we can pull out of it. Mm. And I think when we dig really deep, we can get into the original Hebrew and Greek words and we can unpack what those mean to help us, you know, better understand what scripture is trying to tell us. I think all of that is critical. So, so, so important. And yet what I think can happen a lot of times is we can become great students and we can become, Mm. get more and more and more knowledge. And it actually just stays in our head and doesn't make that little journey down into our heart Mm. and out into how we are living. And so for me, scripture meditation is a way for us to slow down and create some space for the spirit to come in to our reading of God's word. And as we invite him in and we say, okay, what is it that you want me to notice about this passage? And why does it matter in my life right now? So it's, it's helping us move into that application phase, which is actually what good study of God's word should do. It should move us to application. Um, But I think meditation also helps us move to application. And it just, it just says to the spirit, okay, I'm open and I want to know what you have for me in your word today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like, I, And it's deeply biblical. We should be meditating on God's, God's word. Psalm 1 uh, tells us that we are blessed when we delight in God's word and we meditate on it day and night. Um, I also think of Paul in Philippians when he tells us that we should think about all the good things, whatever is true and noble and right and lovely and pure and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy. Think about those things, meditate on them, ponder them, let them roll around in your mind. There's nothing more true than God's word and the truths in there. So for me, um, scripture meditation is super important. And so how have I incorporated that into this Bible study is in the first lesson, I actually lead you through a process of scripture meditation. And I invite you to practice scripture meditation with me. Um, And then I also, we'll talk a little bit more about the podcast, but I also have, um, am creating a podcast to go along with the Bible study so that you can not only study his word, but then you can also meditate on each one of the passages as well. And I think they go so well hand in hand together when we study and we meditate on God's word. Um, I just think the spirit is tilling the soil and inviting us in um, mm. to notice what he has for us and how that matters in our life right now. Yeah, that's so good. And there are so many times when, I don't know about you, Jody, but there have been years of my life where I went to scripture and ask God the question, what does this show me about me? And one really helpful paradigm shift for me in the last few years has been, God, what do you want to teach me about you? And in that process, that that changes me 
right? Like I know the thing and listeners have heard me say this a million times, but in the last few years before the pandemic, my life changed dramatically. I got married. I moved away from my family. I became a pastor's wife. I just experienced a ton of change. And the thing about God that has wrecked me over the last few years is his immutability because be because he doesn't change, I can stand on everything else that I know to be true about him because that is a sure and a safe anchor because I know that he doesn't change. And that changes me. It gives me hope. It encourages my heart in the midst of a life that feels crazy. And so, um, yeah, scripture meditation is so important. And just dwelling on what we know to be true about God. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was going to echo. I we it does help us know who god is dwell on it and remember it and i find that when we meditate on god's word and the spirit shows us something in his word it mat like i take that with me for a whole week i'll be like oh yeah that thing that thing and it's like the sacred echo starts to happen and i see it all over the place that character trait of god or just how he loves me um what jesus has done for me all of those things just continue to deepen my relationship with him and um, grow me into being more the woman that he wants yeah. me to be. Yeah, that's so good. So another piece of the study that I'd love to have you share about is you include a practice or a discipline in each chapter to help women engage their hearts in the study. So I don't want you to give everything away because this conversation is meant to lead people towards the study, but I would love for you to share what do you mean by that and what are maybe a couple of those that can give them a taste for what to expect in the study. Yeah, so scripture meditation is obviously one of the practices that I invite women into, but each lesson begins with um, the first day is just an invitation to practice something um, in their faith. And of course, Bible study is also a discipline that we do. But some of the practices that we do are, um, well, some of my favorites in there, I'll just tell you. One is worship. Okay. Um, Just worshiping, intentionally setting aside time, whether, you know, you're driving to work and you turn off the news and you put on a few of your favorite worship songs and sing them, (laughs) Um, intentionally letting those truths go deep into our heart. Another one of my favorites is actually listening to other people as a way to love them. I think a lot of times we Mm. um, listen with the intent to um, respond, right? So we're forming what we're going to say back to them instead of just listening without agenda. And I think a lot of times we can show people we love them by just listening to them and receiving what they have to say and asking more questions instead of then saying, oh yeah, that reminds me of a story that happened to me. And that's appropriate at times because I think it helps us get to know each other, but I'm inviting people to actually just say, tell me more. Tell me more about why your heart felt that way. Tell me more about that. And just listening to people without agenda. Um, Another one I'll share is just serving others. And so really just waking up every day and saying, okay, Lord, help me see how I can serve someone today. And it may be letting someone cut ahead of you in traffic (laughs) instead of getting upset with them, just letting them go ahead. You know, (laughs) I mean, it could be all kinds of different things, but um, just seizing those moment opportunities 
and blessing people through our service um, to them. So each lesson starts with a practice that ties into, I think, the concepts that Peter also learned with Jesus and just helps kind of, again, take our head knowledge and move it into our heart and into our hands. Um, so gives us yeah. an opportunity to practice, practice our faith a little bit. Yeah, I love that so much. Okay, well, before we go, and I and I ask you to share a little bit more about your podcast, we'll do that here in just a second. I have a question that I ask all of my guests, and I'm so excited to ask you. The podcast is called Radical Radiance with a heart to help women see how they can radiate the heart of Jesus in their work, their life, their marriage, their relationships, all of those things. And Jody, I would love to hear what about Jesus makes you radiant? I love the Lord so much, and I love his grace and mercy, and we see it extended over and over and over again to Peter, and I think to us as well. I've experienced his grace and mercy too many times to count. So what makes me just radiant when I think of the Lord is just who he is and what he invites us into, and it makes me think of my favorite verse, which is Ephesians 2.20 that um, we have been created in Christ Jesus to do good work, which he has prepared in advance for us to do. To mm-hmm. me, it's he's already gone before us. He's already created the work for us to do. He's given us the gifts that we need to actually accomplish the purposes he's put in front of us. And that is liberating and freeing and exciting uh, that we get to live that kind of life. And whether it is... Um, you know, taking care of an elderly parent and doing that with, you know, joy or, or little children or going to work and leading a corporate in the corporate world or in ministry world, wherever that is, knowing that he has gone before us, he's created good work for us to do, and we just get to follow him into it day by day. Mm, that's one of my favorite scriptures as well. I talk about that a lot in my book. So I'm like steeped in Ephesians 2 right now. <laughs> so I love that you brought that up. It's so, so good. And and it that that scripture matters so much when we think about our work and, and that God has prepared us for that. And man, I love that so much. It's such good truth. Well, I want you to share with everybody how can they connect with you and tell them about your podcast so that they can tune in as they walk through the study. Yeah, so you can connect with me on my website, jodynisnik.com, N-I-Z-N-I-K, and Jody with an I-E. I guess there's a lot of crazy spellings there. Um, But my podcast podcast is called um, So Much More, Creating Space for God, and it is a scripture meditation podcast. So when you listen to it, you'll be guided into a time, 15 minutes, of just hearing God's word read over you multiple times so that you can invite the spirit into it. And then I have uh, the second part of that podcast um, is an interview with people like Rebecca, who's been on my podcast. Yeah. um, (laughs) To, to just talk to them about where the Lord led them in that passage. And I love that because it helps us see the living and active word and how God is moving in other people's lives as a way to encourage our faith. And so I would love for you to tune into the podcast as well. 
I love that so much. I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing and I can't wait for our people to get their hands on your new study. And I just, I love this conversation and I love you and I just am so grateful for you. So thank you for being my guest today. Well, the feeling is mutual. You are such an amazing cheerleader and champion of women and of our Lord. So I'm cheering you on as always. Thanks friend. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jody as much as I did. And I hope you'll go grab a copy of Journey wherever books are sold. And you can also grab the link in the show notes. And next episode, we will be sitting down with Dr. John Deloney to talk all about his new book, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. John was a new friend and I enjoyed sitting down with him. And I can't wait to share our conversation with you next time. Thank you.